Hello Taurus friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Taurus January 2022 Astrology Must Knows Horoscope Forecast. Definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. That is the interface for all of the free goodies that I make for you each month, including a new perk when you sign up for my free email newsletter where you can run a free birth chart. This way you can use all the delicious details that I give you in my videos in deeper ways. If you'd like to see free courses, go to LoomLife.com, L-U-M-E, Life.com and you can also see my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course, which will show you how to earn money from your love of astrology. This video is for you if Taurus is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other Taurus placements that you watch for, Mercury, Venus, Mars. This is going to be a layer of your astrological picture. If you are very late degree Taurus, so we'll say May 15th through the rest of the sign or 23 degrees through the rest of the sign, then I definitely recommend that you watch my Gemini report additionally because you very late cuspy people have a more complex read. Okay, so happy new month, happy new year. I'm sure many people are excited to get some of the troubles and hardships and challenges of the last year behind us. And there is a lot of good news going into this new year. So we'll just go piece by piece. We've also got some things to watch. So we'll start with the things to celebrate. First big thing to celebrate is that we are stepping out of the high heat of eclipse season. Now, if you've been tracking eclipse seasons with me or if you're doing it on your own, then you know that the months around the times when we have eclipses get very anxiety ridden and it feels like you have your finger stuck in an electric socket for a couple of months at a time. And there are usually, <clears throat> excuse me, profound changes for yourself or you're watching other people have big changes, but there's change in the air and it's electric, literally. And it can be very, very exciting. And you might have had some things gel in a very major way for you in this eclipse cycle. And of course, this eclipse cycle is very, um, especially poignant for Taurus placements because we started the Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle. So you are targeted now for the very big changes. Sometimes changes that come with the eclipses are not welcome and don't feel welcome. And you might still be reeling from that. But the good news here is that we're out of the heat of the eclipse season and you might have some news that comes in still, but for the most part, things start to settle down, become more calm, and that feeling of just like not knowing what's coming next and that, that change looming will probably settle down quite a bit now that we are um, towards the end of the season here. The next big must know that is something to celebrate is that we do have quite a bit more sweet aspects compared to salty ones this month. It doesn't always happen that way and we definitely feel it when it doesn't, but this is one of the months that we can celebrate that where the stars are speaking nicely to each other and having nice interactions more than not. All right, if you want a write-up of all of the sweet and salty aspects and what they are and the dates and what you can expect from them delivered to your inbox one month early, that's also another perk you get when you sign up for my free email newsletter. Um, which is at AnnieHelpsYou.com. Okay, so the next thing to celebrate is that that Saturn-Uranus square that was the template for our experience in 2021 is going to start fading now. We did just have a recent clash at the end of December, so we will have some after effects from that going on still. But now with every day we march into January and as we move towards August, we're moving into a more free time where those lessons, those stories fall more into the backdrop and then August through November, we'll have the final 
um, storyline from that, but we're, we're starting to move towards some peace from that transit. So that is a great relief because it, we had three of those clashes in 2021 and we really, really felt it. If you want to understand the, that connection, when outer planets that move slowly like Saturn and Uranus come together in a configuration, they're there for quite a while because they're both moving slowly and so they're kind of weaving in and out of this connection. But I made a separate video on that, so you can just search for Annie Botticelli, Saturn Square, Uranus. Okay, so another big must-to-know is that we are moving into Mercury retrograde season. So Mercury goes retrograde from January 14th through February 3rd, and it's the shadow period beforehand starts the last couple of days of December, and the shadow period afterwards goes until February 23rd. So big things to know about Mercury retrograde is that any plans that you make for this period of time are likely to change or be called into question. And so the biggest, best must know for this time to make your life much easier is try to avoid planning a lot of stuff at this time. Pencil things in instead of pen things in. Let anyone know who you're making plans with that they're subject to change. And that will keep the pressure off of you from having to follow through with things. And it will help you to stress less because there'll be less things that can fall apart as far as plans that you're making. But what it is a profoundly good time for, and this is one of my favorite manifestations of Mercury Retrograde, is leaving room for last minute magic. When we are in retrograde time, it slows things down in a lot of ways. Things that we're moving forward tend to go more inwards and backwards. It's like the tides are coming in. And during that time, if you're trying to live as if it's not retrograde, that's when the big troubles come in. The troubles come in because you're trying to force something, trying to push something forward, trying to have clarity, trying to make plans for the future. And it's not really the time for that. But what it is the time for is wrapping up unfinished business, it's an amazing time for doing your taxes because we have so much Capricorn energy, which is very, very good, especially for Taurus. We'll get to that, but I just want to mention it here because things like wrapping up, you know, financial things, going back over things, which is what we have to do for our taxes, getting, you know, looking at the expenditures for the year, getting a budget in place, anything that requires detailed focus from a logistical standpoint of um, like a system for the year. But as far as making plans, it's not really the time for that. And if you pencil them in instead of pen them in, you'll be happier. And the less you are scheduled, the more you can have those juicy synchronicities, which is spirit speaking to us, where that sudden invite or that sudden conversation where there's a healing transaction between you and someone else or information is shared, um, you'll have more time to stop for those things and say yes to those things if you leave room for them. All right, so while we're talking about that, um, well, actually, let's talk about the fact that Venus is in retrograde as well, because as much as we are going to talk about the tides coming in at this time, I know you're probably eager to know when the tides are going to go out again, so I will give you those dates as well. But another big must know is, well, about this time, because of the Mercury retrograde and the Venus retrograde, is that short-term plans, agreements, and commitments are favored unless it's something with flexibility. So let's say you wanna join something that's a year-long commitment, as long as it's something that's affordable to you, or if it's not, you can change you know, change the payment or step out of it, or if you can try it on you know, and experiment with it, and if it's like study at your own pace or do something at your own pace, um, where you can go in and out of the commitment to it, that is something that is very well favored, um, even if it's not short-term, as long as it has that flexibility. So basically trying things on without a permanent commitment or with a flexible commitment is great now. 
it does also favor education and study programs. And you might find that you can really benefit from the powers of concentration of the Capricorn learning to bust through a lot of material in a short amount of time. So, that, and really to um, integrate the information. Okay, so Venus being in retrograde is a very, very important thing to talk about because Venus rules love and relationships and finances and money and beauty and design and self-esteem and our appearance and things that we do there. So it covers a lot of ground and the transit is long. November 18th started the pre-shadow transit or the shadow um, pre-retrograde transit. And then December 19th started Venus retrograde. Venus goes direct January 29th, but the post-shadow period runs through March 2nd. So from November 18th through March 2nd, we are under the Venus retrograde rules. So it's very important to understand those. I will give you some of them here, but I highly recommend that you watch my Venus retrograde video because I can't do as good a job explaining the caveats and the details about that in this horoscope because it would usurp the whole thing. But I'll give you some highlights. Biggest thing to know is that you might not be seen clearly in love, beauty, money, or design, and that things that you think are permanent might wind up being shorter term than you expect. So the more that you can um, try things on again or experiment or dabble in something while keeping your stability, and because because of all of the energy in Capricorn, because Mercury is partly uh, retrograde in Capricorn, and because Venus is completely retrograde in Capricorn, this is even more important because Capricorn is a practical energy, and this speaks the language of Taurus, which is also a practical energy, which also, which we'll get to that, makes the most fabulous angle in all of astrology for your placement. So you all as Tauruses have even more of a chance to benefit from having wonderful things from the past work out in a wonderful way for you now because of the angle that's being made by these um, transits. But in any case, because of the practical nature of Capricorn, you want to try to be practical. So just abandoning your long-term relationship, unless you're in danger, of course, you have to get out. But if you're not, abandoning a long-term relationship, abandoning, you know, and some kind of, you know, like selling something for less than it's worth. Um, anything where you're making um, sort of you're just like you've had enough. You want to try to avoid doing things like that. And one big caution here is let's say that you're getting a divorce or you're doing something like splitting up a partnership in a business, you are going to be more likely to want to just say, get out of here, get rid of it, get away from me, take everything. And that would not be prudent at this time because the odds that you'll look back and say, what was I thinking about a love move or a, or a money move is increased you will be wanting to get rid of and get away from and feel done with certain things. But if you can take space from them, think about what your exit plan might be without actually taking that those steps, it probably would be more beneficial to you because either you'll have a change of heart once everything clears out for Venus, or you'll still wanna go through with the separation of whatever it is, but you might wish that you had gotten more of your interests looked for in it or looked after in it, okay? So don't, don't give in too easily to things just to be, try to be rid of someone or something. So have prudence. And also this is a transit where functionality is better to focus on than design. Design things you're likely to change your mind about. So if you paint your whole house a, col a new color, you're more likely to not like the color. But if you go through and, you know, repair something on your roof, fix rotting wood, 
you know, update some electrical things, things that are functional, that are not design projects, those are the kind of things that really will make sense now and you will see this urge to spruce things up, okay? Spruce things up in your relationship, maybe go back to things that worked. That's something that works really well or experiment with your partner, let's say, you try to take up golfing or you try to do something different together where you're trying it on or you go back to things that worked before because a lot of romance can be breathed back into your life from the past either from a past relationship or breathing life back into your current relationship and like i was alluding to before the odds are greater of blessings from the past in love and blessings from the past in money and blessings from the past as far as even getting aspects of your appearance back are more likely because the sun the new moon, Venus retrograde, Mercury part of the retrograde are all moving through Capricorn and they're making a trine with your placement. So it's just a really, really wonderful time in the cosmos for Taurus. Um, really the stars are so much on your side at this time and it's unusual that there's an overwhelming showing of support that way. So, you know, and because it has this tilt to the past, it favors itself to going back over things like maybe relaunching a program that worked before rather than a brand new program. You could be working on brand new things in the backdrop, but you wanna wait until the next new open window where the tides are going out to launch or to make your big decisions. Let's say you're reconsidering, and this is a time for reconsidering, you know, um, reevaluating, but it's not necessarily time to make the big decisions on what you're reconsidering because you will change your mind a thousand times over this cycle. But when it is a better time to make the big decisions or do the big launches is from around February 23rd through around April 27th. That's when we're completely clear of the personal planet retrogrades. That's when we um, are clear of the eclipse season energies, although they will start to come in um, again in April, but at least you don't have the retrogrades there. And we're going to have um, Aries energy in that pocket of time, which is really amazing for moving forward. And in fact, that period of time might feel more like a new year than this period of time, although you will have some feelings of, wow, okay, clean slate, new energy, but most of that is going to come from the wrapping up of the Sagittarius Gemini eclipse cycle where a lot of karmic things got pushed off and a, you know, a couple of year cycle ended. So you'll feel newness from that but that's going to be more from the eclipse cycle than the actual new year itself because we're starting the new year with two planets, you know, personal planets in retrograde. But you'll start, you know, you'll be clearing the way for more of the new um, big things to come. And like I said, you can, you can get a lot of new stuff, but a lot of the new stuff's going to be going back over the old stuff. So hopefully you can see what I'm talking about there. And the video will give you more information about that. Also, I have a series of Venus Retrograde Through the Signs and Houses series at AnnieHelpsYou.com on the astrology blog. And you can look at Venus Retrograde or um, yeah, through Capricorn because that's the sign that's going on. And also that is the house, um, one of the houses that's being aspected for you all. You can also look at Venus Retrograde through um, Sagittarius because that's the other house that is being um, aspected for you at this time. So a lot of things going back to like languages or maybe your old church or um, maybe studies, things you were interested in studying before, you might come back to those or, or do those in a new way. That energy will be coming up very strongly. So the biggest rules with Venus retrograde are to try to avoid doing anything big that's not fixable. 
So like don't cut off your hair. Instead, just maybe experiment with things like that you can wash out, like a, you know, some little hair stuff that you can wash out the next day or something or new hairstyles that are not cut related, like just braiding your hair a different way. You will want to spruce yourself up, but it will favor things like getting a new beauty cream instead of a surgery. Surgeries and augmentations and permanent um, adjustments to your physical body that are not fixable or reversible are not very well indicated for Venus retrograde. In fact, it's one of the worst times to do things like that um, for the reasons that we talked about before. Okay, so we do still have some good energy in Sagittarius happening, but not to the degree that it was happening in the last couple of months of the year. And that will be a relief for Taurus because Sag energy makes Taurus people nervous. It spins in a circle, it whacks you out, it makes you really busy and scattered rather than just directed and focused like you might like to be. And so a lot of that has worn off, which you'll be glad about, but we do have a little bit of it still um, in the form of Mars still making its way through the rest of Sagittarius. But this can really benefit you because while there's so much stable energy going on through all the Earth placements and those nice angles with your placements, this is kind of adding in this sprinkle of interesting things, sprinkle of, um, you know, kind of excitement, sprinkle of openness and optimism. And this should be a time where the odds are increased for you to have more optimism because the sun is lighting up your ninth house. The ninth house is the house of Sagittarius, which is the house, the energy of optimism and looking for creative solutions. So if you are a Taurian who has been a lot bogged down with just not being able to figure out a solution to something, having too much responsibility, anything that just has kind of stifled you, stifled your creativity, the odds that your creative juices will be flowing more that is going to continue and you might see new things that are fun for you um, to do that can really add some spice to your life. And topics like immigration and international business and things like that, um, long distance travel could be coming up. If you have plans to travel at this time, remember that um, travel is actually pretty well indicated during Mercury retrograde, but only if you're open to the changes that will likely come from your schedule. That's why it's not easy to plan a trip but it could be easy to say yes to something that happens last minute, and you might have some last minute opportunities to travel, um, and you might have some, you know, you might be preparing for a long distance trip, so that could be happening. Just remember any plans you make now are more subject to change. Okay, so the last, there's two more things I wanted to talk about. One is that towards the end of the month, and also with the Mercury retrograde, some Aquarian energies are coming in, and these, um, are one of the pretty much the only thing that's not flowing perfectly with you at this time because everything else is going really well and these Aquarian energies are going to um, maybe force you to connect with different kinds of uh, situations or social situations or interact with people in a way that might be overwhelming like you might have a flurry of social invites um, and it might distract you from your work or you might be kind of like, I have to work or I have to do, you know, say yes to these other things. But do know that any things that you say yes to can really actually wind up helping whatever projects you're working on. Now, I know that there are so there are so many more facets to Taurus people than being hard workers, but it is true that 
you do tend to have projects that you stick with and put a lot of love and attention into. But anything in your life that has been an ongoing project or anything in your life that you're working towards, if you're retired and you're working on a garden project, you know, if you have a hobby business where you just do stuff and you don't really need the money, all of those things are going to be very well aspected at this time as well. And from a longer term perspective, Saturn has been making Taurus people ask the questions about their work. Now it's true that just in the current you know, world climate, everyone is asking a lot of questions about work, but there are some special aspects that are making this more relevant for Taurus people because Saturn is either making you be super successful with the past work that you've done, but also making you feel like you might wanna do something else and you might be preparing yourself in the backdrop for making some lateral moves in your work or some just completely different changes. So that's happening and that's ongoing. The last big must know is that Jupiter is recently in Pisces. I did talk about this in the December report as well, but, um, but since it just happened at the end of December, we're going to talk about it a little bit more here. Jupiter in Pisces is going to be aspecting, let's see, so that's the 12th, the 11th house for you. So this is a time when your friendships and your acquaintances and your social groups and social circles may very much widen and your presence online may very much expand. Now, not to say that this month per se is the time to do a launch for a new internet business or anything like that, because the launches are better in, you know, the end of February through the end of April. But this Jupiter transit starts at the end of December and goes through the beginning of May. So the whole cycle where Jupiter is really focused and Jupiter will dip back into Pisces later in the year for a short time. But the main time is the end of December through May. And when this is happening, be really focused on, or you will be even if, you, if you're not trying to be, you know, the greater good, community projects, humanitarian efforts, friendships. One other amazing thing about this transit is that the 11th house, a lesser talked about aspect of this 11th house is being aspected for you, is the house of your big dreams, not the dreams you have at night, that's a different placement. But your big dreams, like the things that if someone asked you, okay, you're doing this and maybe that's what you wanted to do, but what would you do if you really could just do anything? This is the time to ask those questions because you might actually have some very major impetus to make those big dreams happen and to make those um, big visions happen. And they could be having to do with work and money and business, or they could be having to do with nonprofits, or they could be just a vision that you have of something you wanna create or like bucket list things, things you've always wanted to do. This is a time where you have a lot of extra support for making those dreams um, come alive. And this right now in January into the you know, first half of February is a good research stage to kind of be doing some feasibility, looking into some things, doing some research, and then things might kind of blaze forward in a big way once we get into that open period, and that would be a good time to strike or to make forward movement on those big dreams. Okay, so I've given you lots of information to help you make the most of this new month and this new year. If you would like even more information, I have a lot more resources for you. Go to AnnieHelpsYou.com or you can click on the link below this video. If you click on the little more button with the arrow, the notes will be revealed and the direct link is there. And if you would love to be an astrologer as your profession or just earn a little bit of money on the side from your love of astrology or just help yourself and your friends and your family, 
without charging, you will love my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course. As you can see from all of the things that I do, I'm a teacher, I love to teach astrology, and if you think I put a lot into my free resources, you should see what goes into this crazy comprehensive course, Becoming a Professional Astrologer, which you can see at loomlife.com, L-U-M-E, life.com. This link is also in the notes underneath the video. I also have a book, I have multiple books, but the book that is most about astrology is called Planetology, and you can see that at any major booksellers, and it's actually on the shelf at all major booksellers. I hope you have a wonderful month, and I'll see you next month. Bye!